trying to make y'all comfortable. And we back. I don't really know that song. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help you out here. <laughs> That's my help. Welcome back to the Inside Feed, everyone. On today's episode, we're going to talk the biggest partnership deal in lacrosse history and chat with two players uh, in the center of the biggest trade in 2020. You might have heard of them before. Their names Miles Jones and Sergio Salcedo. Low-key players. Yeah, they're not really that big of a deal. (laughs) Yes, they are. But let's first get into our big stories. We are officially at the Premier Lacrosse League powered by Ticketmaster. It's the largest deal in lacrosse history, a multi-year deal, and more importantly... The studio we're sitting in is now the Ticketmaster Studios. Yes. We're really excited about that. Yes. I think the biggest thing for people at home, when you see the big logo, it'll say powered by Ticketmaster. That's a big thing that you'll see. Very big deal, too, by the way. Another thing is um, the Premier Zone is going to be named after. Yep. Ticketmaster Premier Zone. Correct. The TPZ. TPZ. Still TPZ. The TPZ. So a lot of fun stuff will be coming along with that partnership and an easier experience for you guys as well. So shout out Ticketmaster. Before we get into the Miles Sergio trade, let's talk about another trade that happened. Romar Dennis is now on Atlas Lacrosse Club. Romar Dennis. Yep. The Chrome traded him to Atlas in exchange for a 17th pick in the 2020 college draft. Atlas will now draft at the 20th pick yes we're gonna have him on the podcast next next week week. chrome fans aren't happy i can tell you that much see atlas fans are thrilled well yeah (laughs) yeah and ben rubio is very really excited so i'm can't wait to talk with romar and dissect what his role is going to be and things like that yeah i'm excited for romar me too then the other big trade you might have heard of was that Chaos traded Miles Jones, the Redwoods, for Sergio Salcedo and a second-round pick in the college draft. Massive trade, to say the least. Just like a huge earthquake. For real. Yeah. I, it shook the entire league. It's crazy because it's just they're two massive names and on two really good teams. Mm-hmm. And to see that trade go down, like it's going to change the whole dynamic of both of those teams. But I think it's going to end up being actually really Really cool to see yeah i'm excited i think from what you can see online and fan reactions people obviously the fans were initially really really excited about the redwoods but people who are true chaos fans know that this is kind of low-key could turn out to be a huge win for the chaos as well because they get sergio salcedo which is a puzzle piece to them but they also have that college draft pick yeah and joe keegan who's one one of our writers uh wrote an article about a week ago saying that chaos he thought took the biggest hit in the expansion draft Mm -hmm. and now with this trade they have three picks in the top 13 yes of the draft order so it's so that's great to see what towers does with that and it's gonna be great one of my favorite reactions was um erica nardini the ceo of barstool she's a big miles jones fan (laughs) and so she replied to our instagram post and said wait what just happened (laughs) so i think she is now a redwoods fan Ooh. So you've heard our thoughts, but now let's get the thoughts from the guys at the center of the trade. Joining us first is now Redwoods Lacrosse Club's Miles Jones. Woo! Welcome, Miles. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Redwoods Miles Jones sounds good. I like yeah. It. yeah. Do you, Do you like, like it? 
I do. I'm a fan. You know, I think at first, you know, I was a little, you know, shocked and taken back by it. But, um, you know, it does roll off the tongue pretty well. I saw some people chirping you on Twitter saying that green wasn't your color. But rude. do you think red or green? You know, um, I never could. I never thought I'd see myself in green. But, you know, when I saw all the Photoshop, uh, you know, pictures and videos and stuff, you know, I do like the look. Yeah, I thought it looked good. How did you first find out that you were being traded? Um, so the funny thing is, you know, I had a couple of the guys that were on the Redwoods in my ear about, you know, they were saying, hey, look, we, we want to come get you next year potentially. And I was, you know, obviously ended the season. You know, I was just trying to, you know, just put you know, the season behind me. And, you know, I thought that we uh, fell short as a team in the la- last season. And I thought we, you know, definitely could have you know been in a better situation in terms of, you know, potentially making it to that even two chance in the playoffs. But, um you know, obviously, I heard it. You know, from from Coach uh, Towers first. He was the first one to call me, which was you know super, super professional from him and from the organization. Um, you know, he called me, and you know, he he had broken news to me. And then um, shortly after that, I heard from Mike Rabel, and then shortly after that, I heard from Kyle Harrison, and then shortly after that, I had heard from the Coach Nat Saint Laurent. So um, I think overall, the you know the information being passed was prop was very you know very you know effective, and I think that it was done the right way for sure. Were you at all surprised, you can be honest with us, when you found out you oh, were ab- being traded? Absolutely, because, you know, um, was, you know, I heard that, you know, the Redwoods were interested in trading for me. You know, I, I joked around with, um, with Coach Nat a bunch in my, in my pro career saying that, you know, he wanted to coach me and he was tired of, you know, game planning against me anytime i made a play against you know a team that he was coaching i would always you know jokingly let him let him know about it so you know me and him have that you know that that relationship where you know we both understand you know who we are in this game and what we represent as african-american you know you know men and you know i think it was a really you know dream come true for um you know me to play for him but in all i was shocked you know i think when the expansion drafts happened um we lost brody merrill and then, uh, well, when I was on the team, and then you know, I, I saw myself needing to step up into a role where you know I was a little more vocal as a leader, did a little more for the team, uh, was going to start getting in the coach's ear about you know next moves um, for for the chaos, and then you know I got traded. So yeah, it was shocking. Um, initially, I was you know a little taken back, uh, and just being somebody who um, you know, is plays a big part in, in the sport of lacrosse and, and in the Premier Lacrosse League. Like I knew there was gonna be a lot of, you know, talk about the trade and, you know, why and who won the trade and who's gonna who's gonna have a better season, XYZ, as you know, that always happens in sports. But right. um, my initial my initial, you know, reaction well, I was definitely shocked. There we got a really good fan question from the Wart Lord and he said, How hard is it going to be joining a team that already has a very established chemistry and locker room? What is your mindset going into that? Yeah, I mean, I think that I'm just a guy who, you know, I mesh well with a lot of people. You know, I, you know, I, I'm gonna go in and just be myself. Everyone in that locker room, I've either played with or, or played against the bunch, um, or you know, I know I know them in some capacity. You know, I think that you know I'm just gonna be you know my normal stuff. Everyone knows I bring a lot of energy. You know, I'm very lighthearted and I you know, like to have a good time. You know, I'm gonna do all the things that the team needs. You know, obviously there was a. Um, a need for you know a midfielder to you know kind of create and create for the team um and i think i fit that role better than anybody so um 
you know, I'm sure to you know be in, in the ears of all the guys and, and, and listening to those guys, seeing what they need from me, seeing how I can help them, seeing how, you know, I can, you know, fit in the best way possible and uh, just do that. You know, obviously being being lacrosse player, I've played lacrosse for so long, you know, it's just the same game no matter, um, you know, how you're playing it or, or who you're playing with. But um, just going to go in there and just be myself. And, you know, I think that'll be you know exactly what the team needs. You mentioned that you spoke with Kyle Harrison already, and you've also mentioned many times that he was your role model growing up and then you get to play with Joe Walters again too so how excited are you to play with those two guys I'm very excited you know I think you know I'm in that kind of middle age where you know I'm not one of the young young guys on the team anymore and obviously I'm not you know one of the oldest guys on the team so you know obviously I'm gonna learn a lot from you know Kyle and just being around him and you know, obviously getting to play with Joe Walters is gonna be awesome again you know I played with him my rookie season and you know I felt that me and him had a really good chemistry you know, he, actually, funny, my rookie season when I got traded to play with Joe, he was the first person to text me. Uh, he was like, "Yo, let's go! Like, this, this is gonna be awesome!" And you know, the chemistry has was there from day one. You know, it, I think I might have assisted, you know, a handful of goals to him and him the same way to me. So um, definitely look forward to that righty lefty connection. I assume you're really excited also about playing again with Sergio Perkovic, another guy that is a huge body on the field, just like yourself. I mean, that has to get you excited, right? Yeah, I think overall, you know, Perk's a great player. I think that, you know, he's going to be one of those guys that is definitely going to benefit from, um, you know, me being being a uh, you know, good passer, mm-hmm. you know, drawing doubles, throwing it back to him and, and him hitting shots. Um, sure. You know, I hope to, I hope to, you know, fill a similar role to, to him where, you know, I play a little bit of defense and run in transition. So, you know, it'd be really cool to see me, him, and maybe John Sexton running in transition together. I think that that would cause a lot of teams problems. But overall, I think the midfield is going to be, um, one of the scariest units, you know, pro lacrosse has ever seen. Agreed. Just from, you know, yeah, you look you look at just the experience and, you know, overall just, you know, ability to affect the game. And Kyle, with Kyle and, and Joe Walters, you know, me and Perk being, you know, big bodies that teams have to, uh, you know, pay attention to. Um, you know, Brent Adams is, you know, I think one of the more, more dynamic players in our, in our league because he – he, you see some of the, the plays he makes where he runs by guys and just and shoots two pointers on the run, or you know shoots the ball on the run very close to the two point line. You know, it's very. I think it might be very hard for defenses to slide off of you know us to, to you know slide to him. And if you don't slide to him, you know you're in big trouble. So, you know, I think that you know that that's just the midfield, the attack. You know, they're well documented as you know one of the best units uh, in our league. So, you know, I think overall this is going to be a really good move, and I'm really excited to see what uh, unfolds in 2020. Would you say that this trade put a chip on your shoulder? Absolutely. I think any any athlete, you know, if you're playing on a team and your and the and your your team your current team needs something, and you see yourself as you know a mainstay and a staple and a guy who can you know do a lot of things for the team, you want to build your team around you know that player. And I felt that that was me. But you know, obviously, you know, the chaos do have other players that they can build around. So obviously, getting traded and instead of you know maybe the coaches come to me and say, hey, what do we need to do to get make our team better? And it being you know an open dialogue. Um, you know, I was I was dealt to the uh, to another team, and you know that does put a little chip on my shoulder. I, I definitely, you know, in my, in my past being traded, um, I definitely have circled those games on my calendar, and and those have been my best games of my career. So um, I don't think this would be any different than that. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. wait. I know I'm I'm excited <laughs> to see you in I a know. Redwoods jersey. I guess the first time we'll see him in a Redwoods jersey will be pro day. Yeah. Oh my god, marked it on my calendar already. All right, Miles. Well, thank you for talking with us. No problem. Thank you for having me. Okay, so we just heard from Miles. Mm-hmm. Nothing really surprised me. I, I knew he would no. be very um, 
politically correct, I guess is the right word to use. Yes. About all of it. But it got me really excited just because I think he recognizes what his role is going to be on this team. Yeah. And there are a lot of different aspects that he seems excited. He's obviously the um, ties with um, Kyle Harrison and um, Nat and having that African-American mm-hmm. kind of, I know he's really excited to have that kind of yeah. leadership and learn from them, but it's also the fact that he knows his role with that midfield and like what that's going to look like, which gets me super excited. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting where he talked about, um, you know, he sort of saw himself as, uh, like the franchise player for chaos and then mm-hmm. to get traded to another team, I think has really yeah. shaken him up, him up and is right. He's going to use that fire I this season. didn't realize that it was a surprise to him. Yeah. Sometimes you think guys kind of know, but he truly had no idea, which I'm very surprised by. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable. Like, like he said, he was sort of seen as like this franchise player for that team and they right. built the team around him and he was really the energy of that team. And then to just to be, let go is mm-hmm. I'm sure that hurts anyone and I know for him he just said you know when he has gotten traded in the past he has those games circled on his calendar so you mm-hmm. know that this Redwoods chaos game this season is going to be something else okay so we heard from Miles now let's hear from the newest member of chaos lacrosse club Sergio Salcido <laughs> hi Sergio how are you Good, ladies. How are we doing? We're doing We're good. good. How's it going out there? It's good. It's been going well. Great. You know, can't complain. Uh, in the off season here and our college teams in the full swing of things, so busy, but in a good way. You've had quite the off season and quite the weekend too. How did you initially find out that you were being traded? Um, so I had a phone call with Coach Nat. Um, last week just discussing kind of a role leaning into the summer with the woods uh and then that's when he broke the news to me uh regarding the trade opportunity and kind of the logistics behind all of that um so i I heard from him earlier in the week and you know obviously um you know anytime you got to leave a locker room uh, and get into a new one it's it's a transition but um i think it's a good one and and you know obviously there's there's no vendetta or hard feelings towards any of the Redwoods guys. I, I love all those guys. It was a pleasure getting to compete with them, but uh, I'm obviously looking forward to the, the next opportunity that's ahead. Yeah, it's definitely been a crazy off season for you. Uh, you know, you guys, the Redwoods lost the championship in overtime, and then you were on the unprotected list. You didn't get picked up by the expansion team, and then now, on top of that, you were traded how have you handled all of this do you are you looking at it as this is a fresh start for me a new beginning how are you handling all of this um I mean I you know I like to let my play kind of do the talking and um obviously I produced last year um with the minutes I was I was given um and and I'm confident in myself that um if I'm given more opportunity uh obviously there's gonna be more production so um, for me it's it's a transition it's a lot of noise a lot of you know, people talking and, and chiming in on their opinions. But uh, in the end of the day, it's, it's about production and numbers. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty confident in, uh, in that regard. So I'm excited, um, obviously anxious to, to get to meet some of the new guys and, and get to know them a little bit better, um, the ones at least I don't know already, and uh, obviously try to compete to get into that system and, and be a contributor, contributor as soon as uh, it comes. Who was that first chaos guy that reached out to you when the trade kind of came to fruition 
the first person I heard from um, actually was I heard from Coach Towers, obviously, and then uh, first player though I talked to was uh, Connor Fields. Uh, he reached out to me on Instagram. Uh, honestly, I'd say a wave of guys did uh, himself for Caro. Uh, Deemer did as well. Uh, Troy and, and uh, Jack Rowlett both did, which thank God I'm on the same side. Uh, finally, <laughs> yeah. those two because they're a nightmare. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously I know Jared Newman. We played together uh, my first season in the pros. Um, so it's there's a lot of relationships that are kind of already existing there. Um, I talked to Blaze Reardon, Mark Lassini I spoke to on the phone today. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. Um, there's a lot of talent in that locker room, a lot of unique players who offer a lot of things um, that I think are going to contribute to a, to a really great product come, come this summer. We got a really good question from a fan, Tyler McKee, and he asked, you know, what gap do you see within this chaos squad that you think being brought on, do you think you can fill? Um, you know, I think there's a lot of unique ways uh, I can be used within their offense. Um, you know, nothing against Miles. I think he's an awesome player, um, and I think he's a great guy. But, uh, you know, in the end of the day, it's it's about production and, and um, you know, who can create the best opportunities for their teams. And I personally don't think there's anyone in the league that can cover me one-on-one. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty fast, and, and I work hard at all these things. So I think for me, it's really going to get me back into kind of how I was at Syracuse, where I can be an initiator, um, create slide opportunities, which creates, you know, off-ball opportunities for all those guys. Me dodging and shooting, dodging and getting assists, or just moving the ball and letting the talent around me find the opportunities. Um, I just think as far as a matchup goes one-on-one, um, I think last year we all learned it's, it's a bit of an issue for teams. So... Um, you know, I think teams will have to figure out who they put the pole on, if that's me, if that's for Caro, uh, if that's Deemer. Um, and, and kind of from there, um, you know, that's a matchup issue in itself. So um, I, I don't think I'll have an issue fitting in as far as production goes and being a contribu- contributor. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm obviously excited to, to use the talent around me to, to help make my teammates better and, and, and obviously make myself better as well. You said you spoke with Coach Towers. How fired up did he get you to be a member of Chaos? Uh, his, his initial uh, voicemail cracks me up. I mean, he was he was hyped, um, and, and he and I had talked previously about the opportunity. Um, and uh, you know, he's excited, and, and as am I. I mean, for me, this is a like you said, a fresh start, uh, but also a chance to 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 do more. Um, you know, I think last year um, the Redwoods had a tough time obviously managing all of the talent that's in that locker room and there's a ton, but, you know, I think, you know, if I had a little bit more opportunity, you would have saw more out of me. Um, so, you know, the fact that he's, he's on board with that movement and, and he realizes the, the value there and, and knows that if the, if the minutes of use go up, the production comes with it. Um, for me, um, that, that, that feels like I'm getting back to, to how I was when I was a senior in college, which, um, is obviously my goal as a competitor. So um, I'm fortunate for, for him taking the vote of confidence and believing in me, and, and uh, I know I'm going to prove him right, and, and I'll prove myself right as well. We have another question from a fan, Wlong12. Who are you most excited to play with now that you're on this new squad? <laughs> That's a tough question. Um, there's a lot of guys so on this team, now. yeah. I mean, every team's stacked, but, you know, I think <laughs> – you know, like I said, thank God I'm not having to run by Jack Roulette anymore. Um, you know, I was getting sick of getting beaten up by him, Troy, 
Uh, Jared Newman's awesome. You know, Blaze is a stud between the pipes and, and a great guy to be around in the locker room. Um, you know, Fricaro adds a lot of value as far as being a Dodger and obviously his range as a two-point shooter. Deemer is just the most IQ guy, I think, in the group and, and always does the right thing and puts, his, puts the team before himself. And then lastly, you know, Connor Fields, thank God he's on the same side as me because uh, watching him when, when I was in Syracuse and him at Albany, um, as you can imagine, he's a highlight reel walking around. So um, I'm excited to, to get to mesh with these guys and play off of them. And um, the amount of attention they draw in itself is going to create opportunities for me and, and I hope vice versa. Um, so I, that's, a, that's a loaded question. And um, <laughs> if I could exhaust the entire roster, uh, I probably would. You've posted a lot on your social media throughout the season and the off season too about how you have always been doubted at no matter what level you were at and how that's sort of driven you. Does this trade make you have a bigger chip on your shoulder than you probably already have? And how do you think that's going to help you this season? Um, that's a good question. And believe it or not, like for me personally, I've always had a chip on my shoulder. I'm, you know, I'm from Florida. I'm five seven. I'm, you know, a non-hotbed, undersized, under-recruited guy. So I kind of have to to be that way as a competitor and I've got to believe in myself, but I've learned a lot over the weekend in regards to, you know, how people look at this from the outside in. And uh, not that I ever cared about what people think. I do obviously value the opinions of, or the counsel of people that are closer with me, but um, you know, I realize that people, you know, kind of speak out of what they see and not what they know at times. And uh, for me reflecting on last season production wise, and again, this is nothing against Miles, but, you know, I did produce more than he did. Um, I produced more than he did in 2016 when I was at Syracuse. Um, and I, I'm just going to let the numbers do the talk for me. So um, he's a great guy, great player, great, great person to market. Um, but I, I'm excited to kind of prove my point now and get the chance to do that. Um, and uh, I'm obviously grateful for, for the opportunity to do it. So um, I don't think anything changes for me personally. Um, I always, you know, work hard and, you know, I try not to exuberate that too much, but that's just in my DNA. Um, I'm, I work hard. I put my nose to the grindstone and, uh, you know, I'll keep going until I get the results. So, um, this is a motivator for sure. Um, but I wouldn't say anything's changed in my off season plan. The minute we lost a championship, uh, last year, I took a few weeks off from working out and, and obviously being on the field. Um, but then I sat down. You know, wrote in a journal a little bit of a reflection and then, you know, planned out my offseason with my strength coach here in town and and uh, things are ahead of schedule. So I'm I'm fired up, you know, with the long seat with the offseason. Sorry, being as long as it is, as you can imagine, I'm going to start biting my own hands off here if I don't get to compete. So I'm I'm anxious to just get out there and get back to playing lacrosse and doing what I love. All right, Sergio. Well, thank you for taking some time out to talk to us. We're we're very excited to see you what goes down in 2020 Pumped to see this future for you in this yeah. season <laughs> well i appreciate you ladies and uh, obviously i love what you guys are doing with the podcast it's been a lot of fun to to follow so uh, i look forward to this and, and obviously I look forward to seeing you guys here in may yes for sure we'll talk to you soon all right girls have a good one bye, I'll talk to you soon. bye all right sergio he did Jeez. not hold back he did not hold back but we expected <laughs> I love it. that yes him. That's I, how he is. He's always been that way. Yeah. And I mean, even when he got unprotected, he was being very open about wanting to go to that team and kind of now this. And yeah. I was not surprised that he was very, like, he's very confident. Mm -hmm. And he's very, and that's not bad. no, he's very confident. He's very open to, too, with like 
showing those kinds of emotions where a lot of people would probably just like keep them to themselves for sure but like that's just how he is and that's probably you know a lot of times that's what makes a competitor he wants you to doubt him yeah like he wants people to sleep on him so that he can prove you wrong yeah and he's very open about saying that and so i respect it i mean i honestly don't think we're gonna figure out like who won this trade until like the middle or the end of next season because we don't know how either one of them is going to mesh with this team what's going to pan out and it's also the fact of chaos will get this draft pick of from that they received Mm -hmm. and then you have to take in consideration what that player is going to do for that chaos squad we have seen in the past some rookies really make some impacts like um writer timmy troutner people like that so yeah you don't know what's going to happen it could be a huge I mean, it, depending on what Indy Towers does, it could be a huge, huge win for the chaos. Yeah. But we will never know until the end of this next season as to who truly won this trade. Right. We're just going to have to wait to figure that out. Exactly. All right. Before we get into that speed, boy, this podcast is brought to you by our incredible friends at Ticketmaster, <laughs> the official ticketing partner of the PLL. Looking to attend a PLL game this summer? Head to PLLtickets.com or open up your Ticketmaster app to get them today. Again, that's PLLtickets.com or go ahead and download that Ticketmaster app that you probably already have. Open it up, search Premier Lacrosse League, and that's how you can snag your tickets. Ah, uh, cool. All right, so um, our that Speed Boy segment this week is going to be Miles and Sergio specific. That's Speed Boy. Meow, 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 meow. That's Speed Boy. <laughs> If you get it correct, you're going to hear this sound. And if you get it wrong, you will hear this sound. Are you ready? I didn't prepare at all. I feel like <laughs> to say. some of these are softballs. <laughs> hey, yeah. Fine. Okay. Some of them aren't, though. Okay. Ready? Um, ready. Go. Where did Sergio attend college? Uh, Syracuse. How old is Miles? 27. Uh, How many goals did Miles have during the regular season? Goals. 24. Oh, How tall is Miles? Six. Seven. Oh. How many points did Sergio have during the regular season? Points. Um, 37. Oh. <laughs> How many two bombs did Miles have during the regular season? One. Yes. What week did Sergio score his first goal? Two. True or false, Sergio scored a goal in the championship game. True. Oh. True or false, Miles scored a goal week one. False. Oh, How my God. How many two bombs did Sergio have during the regular season? Oh, I ran out of time. That was hard. What the heck? <laughs> Softballs. You got yeah, the first right, one. Lisa. Yeah, it's ser- that's like the easiest thing ever. Miles is 26. I said 27. My didn't age. I? 93 babies. Uh, Miles had seven goals this season. Oh, gosh, I was way off. Yeah, you were thinking points. Yeah. Uh, Miles is 6'5. I said 6'6. Six, six. Yeah, or 6'7. Oh, my Lord. Sergio had 20 points during the regular season. Uh, Miles had one two bomb. Yeah, I got that. Sergio scored week one versus Atlas. He had two goals and three points. Um, I should have known that. He did not score in the championship game, Sergio. Uh, Miles scored week one, and Sergio had one two bomb this season during the regular season. I got that right. 
Yeah. So I'm so bad. I have to say though, <laughs> when we get in season, it'll I'm be a good. Story. Yeah, it'll I'm, be fresh in her mind. Yes, this is like tough right now. But when I look at numbers, like, yeah, please, I'm okay. way better in the season. I swear. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we have plenty of episodes to redeem yourself. We do. So we're good. Okay, we will talk to you all next. Tuesday. But before we go, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and please leave us a review. Yes, we are going to have the new member of Atlas Lacrosse Club, Romar Dennis, on next week's episode. So make sure you subscribe so that you get notified as soon as that episode and all of our episodes goes live. Make sure you also follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at The Inside Feed and at Lisa Redman 29 and at Emma Dams on Instagram. See you next week. Bye. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. 